Welcome to Beside the Burn for Wednesday the 7th of February. Today brings our studies in the book of Isaiah to an end and we are going to uh, conclude at chapter 39. Now we will return to Isaiah because there is much to be seen in this last section of the book. But uh, we'll deal with that in a moment or two. Let's continue our thoughts with Hezekiah. Yesterday we saw how Hezekiah was ill, he was about to die, he prayed selfishly for his life to continue and Isaiah told him that God had said he would have an extra 15 years and unfortunately Hezekiah lives those final 15 years for himself rather than for the people. It's a rather strange story that takes place in chapter 39 because a delegation comes from Babylon. Now, up until this point, the enemy of Hezekiah was the Assyrian nation and the Assyrian army. But now Babylon is on the scene and Babylon is the next great empire that is going to sweep through Israel. It's going to be a little while before that happens. It will happen in the time of Daniel, whenever the Babylonians will come and take the people away in exile. And Daniel and his friends have to live in Babylon under King Nebuchadnezzar. But this is the beginnings of that attack and what is going to take place. So a delegation from Babylon hears that Hezekiah has been ill and that he's recovered. And so they send um, some gifts and they're really on a fact-finding mission to find out what it is about Israel that is so special and to see if they can take advantage of this. And as we'll discover when Isaiah discovers what has happened, he is livid. So chapter 39. At that time, Marduk Baladan, son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah letters and a gift because he had heard of his illness and recovery. Hezekiah received the envoys gladly and showed them what was in his storehouses, the silver, the gold, the spices, the fine olive oil, his entire armory and everything found among his treasures. There was nothing in his palace or in all his kingdom that Hezekiah did not show them. Then Isaiah the prophet went to King Hezekiah and asked, What did those men say and where did they come from? From a distant land, Hezekiah replied. They came to me from Babylon. The prophet asked, what did they see in your palace? They saw everything in my palace, Hezekiah said. There's nothing among my treasures that I did not show them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, hear the word of the Lord Almighty. The time will surely come when everything in your palace and all that your predecessors have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord. And this is exactly what happened whenever King Nebuchadnezzar, uh, a couple of hundred years later, came to invade. He took everything and the choicest of the people away to Babylon. Verse 7, and some of your descendants, your own flesh and blood, who will be born to you, will be taken away and they will become eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. 
Here, Isaiah is warning about the exile to come. And Hezekiah has a very strange reaction to all of this. Verse 8, the word of the Lord you have spoken is good, Hezekiah replied. For he thought there will be peace and security in my lifetime. Hezekiah did not mind that the nation was going to be plundered, that all the riches were going to Babylon, that the people would be taken to Babylon. He didn't care for any of that because he thought that it's going to happen in the future. It won't affect me and therefore I don't need to worry about it. Hezekiah selfishly had asked the Lord to prolong his life and now he was happy that there was going to be no bloodshed or invasion during his lifetime. So here we have another example of someone who had been faithful all his life but then ended badly. And we can see that often in the lives of followers who start off so well and so enthusiastic and then over time begin to turn and slip away, backslide I suppose is the the term that we would use. And it is so sad when people turn from the Lord later in life. So we need to pray that we would stay faithful in our lives day by day, that we wouldn't allow the world to wear us down and to turn us away and that we would trust in the Lord. And we need to pray it for others as well, that they would remain faithful. This is uh, Satan's great plan is to try and draw people away from God, to make them backslide and to reject God. And this seems to be a low point for Israel and a low point for Isaiah to see Hezekiah act in this way. But what's going to happen next from the prophet Isaiah? Well, if you just look ahead to chapter 40, you will see that it begins with very well-known words from Isaiah. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. And we're going to discover in the next few chapters that God is going to comfort his people in these difficult times, just as we need comfort today. There are songs about the Messiah who is coming, about the servant of God who will come and lead his people. There is hope that comes and there's incredibly detailed descriptions of what Jesus is going to do on the cross. God has not forsaken his people and he will not forsake us either if we trust in him and we remain faithful to him. But that is a challenge that we face. So as I say, we're going to take a break from Isaiah now. We're going to head into Lent. We're going to be looking at the book of Lamentations together and we pray that God will speak to us and will equip us for following him uh, through this book of Lamentations and we pray that he will provide us with hope uh, through the prophet Isaiah. So let's pray together. Lord God, we have to confess before you that it frightens us whenever we see those who are faithful turning away from you and sliding away in the latter days. Lord, keep us faithful, we pray. 
Help us, Lord, day by day to renew our trust in you. And Lord, as we live by faith in you, may we know your strength and indeed your comfort. We pray, Lord, for the comfort of a Messiah. We pray, Lord, for the security of a promised one who is here to save us and to redeem us. So help us, Lord, we pray, day by day, not to slip or fall away, but instead, Lord, help us to remain faithful, to stand on the rock which you have provided, and to know your strength each morning. Lord, we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.